Song lyrics are not just poems put to music. If you've ever said that, stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Welcome to the club. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music industry. Leverage is what you're going to need to get ahead. Gone are the days of the diamond in the rough and the big, that stinky record label who's spending millions of dollars on you and turning you into a big star. You're going to have to show them what you can do. You're going to have to write that song. You're going to have to get it recorded. You're going to have to get some ticket sales going, get some merch sales going, get some activity, some traffic on social media. That's all going to happen before anybody's going to come out of the woodwork to help you. That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That's a Baxter name from my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Randy Travis, Lady A, Alan Jackson, Joe Nichols, and more. Got two number ones last year, so he hasn't let up on the hammer yet. And what I love about Brent is he teaches songwriters like you how to write like a pro, do business like a pro, and on the regular, he's going to connect you with the pros. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it's complicated, but Johnny's smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular. No S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. It's good to actually see you and do this kind of uh, face-to-face right online. <laughs> It's cool. I like it. Our platform here has cameras now, which is cool, but neither one of us are, are, are camera ready at the moment. So we're not going to show you that video, but we will start putting some out later. No, That's right. Oh, I can bit. chat messages to you. So if I'm like, Johnny, you're going long. You're going long. That's great. Just keep it well, on. Uh, don't do that. You're going to get carpal tunnel syndrome. But how are you faring in, um, in the uh, snowpocalypse right now? Uh, it is this cold. Is insane. I woke up the other day. It was negative 17 degrees. Really? Negative 17. I went back to bed. Got out. That's when it was just the kind 15. of cold that just. That was a windchill. I was just off. Like, yeah. Oh, it just yeah. makes you mad. Yeah. So yeah. it's it was, it's not windchill. <laughs> that was just straight up cold. And turns out one of my cars won't start at negative 15 degrees, by the way. But huh? it started today at 12 degrees. So I'm like, all right, that's good. I can get out. But yeah, a lot of snow shoveling the other day, and it's cold. So crazy. Let's get you off sledding right now, and I'm here working. So it's all good. There you go. So what do we learn today? Today we're talking about the power of conversational lyrics. So song lyrics, especially country song lyrics, are not poetry. They can be poetic, but they're not poetry. It's a conversation. So we're just going to dive into that today, and just the power of that conversational lyric. If you haven't thought about it, you need to think about it. So we're going to think about it. There you go. I love it. Before we do that, let's take care of a little business here. Yes. As always, we are super proud and excited to be a part of American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network, ASPN. Mm -hmm. I think I got ASPN. Like, I can just see. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) I love football. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a, uh, I mean, this is a 35-year-old brand name, 36-year-old brand name, started in 1934. And 1934? 
I mean, uh, I'm sorry, 1984, uh, 35-year-old brand name. Lots of killer artists from the Covetous Magazine, and we are one of the flagship shows to be part of that podcast network. We're stoked. Mm -hmm. Join the Climb community if you haven't done so on Facebook. This is a thriving community here of singers, songwriters, indie artists, indie musicians, people helping each other out, hooking up with co-writes, asking questions about promo, getting answers, and just generally supporting whether, hey, I got this going on, I got that going on. And uh, we're pretty stoked about that, right? I'm pretty proud Heck of that. Yeah. It's like this, this is not your normal community where it's just a ghost town with 200,000 members and nobody shows up. Like everybody's just gone all the time. It's like, ooh, That's right. <laughs> That's not this. This this community's cool, man. We're talking. That's right. And we're not all yelling into corners. We're having conversations. Some of the conversations lately have been quite quite the conversation and that's all i'll say about it uh yeah some stuff has been happening so but it's an active community uh let me pull up and see if we got some wins i'll have to find that so we may circle back to that because i forgot all right well no yeah, let's but, do a review right yeah let's do a review listen leave a rating and review on itunes we're trying to get to 200 before they get rid of ratings and reviews but this is from uh stewie hambone hambone finally uh, first of all it's five-star rating we love that thank you yes, stewie thank you Title is Top Notch Advice. Finally, a podcast that caters to my passion. The duo of Brent, a songwriter that shares advice on crafting a hit song and getting into the right hands. And Johnny, who has earned his stripes performing and has a passion for helping musicians succeed in promoting their craft, is a must-listen to podcast. Being a songwriter and performer for 20 years, I've really enjoyed the useful tips every week. My band, Big Sky Moon, Selfish Plug, is about to release our date. That was genius. Uh, yes. <laughs> Who's about to release our debut double CD very soon, and we're going to set up a consultation on how to promote it the right way. If music is your passion, hit subscribe and enjoy climbing to the top. See you there. Jason S2. Love it. Cool. Very Thank right. you, Stewie Hambone. That's awesome. Taste Brilliant plug. Yeah, that's... That's really good. I think he's the first one to do that. Right? Yeah, nice. <laughs> Work the system. Work the system. <laughs> I'm out. happy to do it in happy. the context of a five-star review. Yeah, exactly. And everybody's happy. So finally, before we put the spaghetti in the machine here, tell a friend about it, guys. If we're getting this much of your attention, which we are so very grateful for. Yes. And we do this because we help people. You know, people come up to me like there was a member in the old days when you used to be able to go to bars and stuff. Mm. And you could run into people and they'd be like, oh, my God, Johnny, you're Johnny from The Climb. Like, let's take a picture, blah, blah. Like, if we're making a difference here, tell somebody else about it. Because if we tell them, it's 50% true. If you tell them, it's 100% true, right? All right. All right. All right. I found some new heights. Every Wednesday in The Climb community, we share a post of new heights where we encourage you to add your wins for the week, your music-related wins under there so we can all celebrate together. So let's see. Wayne Pope says, excited that a country band in Missouri asked if they could work up one of my tunes. Can't wait to hear it. So nice. Congrats. And good luck, Wayne. I'll always, man, I'll never forget the first time I heard somebody that wasn't a co-writer, like sing one of my songs to me. It was like, yeah, what is that? You didn't write that with me. <laughs> you just learned my song. It was awesome. It's just like a buddy on guitar, but it was amazing. Um, all right, so Will and Darlene Gunnell said, I mentioned a rock project I was working on. Our first song was leaked, in air quotes, only to have another band get excited about it and want to cover it in their shows. Maybe I'll post a sample soon. Maybe you should, Will and Darlene. Maybe you should. And we'll end with Maybe one more. You should. 
<laughs> uh, Vivian Cleveland Severin says, I connected with Tupac's former manager on Clubhouse, and he shot my artist music and info to some heavy hitters in the biz that otherwise would be unreachable. Excited to see where it might lead. So very cool, Vivian. Good luck with that. Good and, job, Clubhouse. Yeah, I keep hearing about well, Clubhouse. Taking advantage of a new platform. Keep hearing about them yeah. lately. So it must be a thing. But there we go. Love it. You ready to launch in? Yeah, man. Tell me about some conversation. That's lyrics. right. So song lyrics, uh, as I said before, especially like country song lyrics, bluegrass, that kind of stuff. You're more kind of organic, earthy stuff. The lyrics are not poetry. They can be poetic, but they're not poetry. There is a difference. Okay. A song isn't just a poem set to music. It's more of a conversation. And so it's really important to say it how you'd say it. You know, I get a lot of songs that come in through my song evaluation, my song feedback service that I do at Songwriting Pro, songwritingpro.com slash coaching. But that I do, you know, people send songs in and there are a couple of mistakes I see that take songs out of the conversational realm. So one of them is Yoda speak, where you'll use the words in a, in a different order to make the rhyme. Like understand uh, the game. You don't. I know. Mm, make it rhyme. We must, yeah. you know, like mm, left your car left me in the dust. And now make this rhyme. I must. You know, you're doing that kind of stuff, right? So, yeah. so you're you're inverting the the sentence structure so you get the rhyme. That's not conversational. Yeah. We don't talk like that unless we're a little green dude on Dagobah or a <laughs> little fella going around with a Mandalorian. People don't talk that way. So it comes across as false in our lyric. Like it it pings your ears, you know, and listeners may not go, well, that's not exactly how I'd say it. It may just come across not as true. It's like, I see you writing. I don't want to see you writing. Just talk to me, you know? So that's one thing. So Yoda speak is definitely something that I've done before because you're like, I want this to rhyme. But if I just move these words around in a not natural pattern, it rhymes perfectly. Nope. Sorry. Try again. Try again. Do better. Right. (laughs) I mean, go look at the top 40. And see if your people are doing this. See if the people making hits are doing yeah. this. I bet they're not. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Another one is just being overly poetic. Uh, you may have lyric that's really conversational, and then all of a sudden you have this really grandiose, poetic, kind of overly dramatic line that sticks out like a sore thumb. You're like, yeah, but it's really cool. It's like, yeah, but it didn't. Like, Johnny, if like two hillbillies are sitting there talking, all of a sudden one of them breaks into Shakespeare in the middle of a conversation. You're just like, yeah, man, I saw Jenny off the, the creek, and I was like, wherefore art thou? You'd be like, what? What? <laughs> that, that just come out of the same face? I don't think that. You know, so that's yeah, what. Yeah, I mean, like, you can only do that if you're the artist. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get a cut that way, right? Yeah. But if you're the artist and somehow you can pull it off and that's part of, like, your shtick or something, yeah. I can see that working. It's but not thing. You're not going to get Tim McGraw to cut it. No. And Tim is one of the few people that actually will cut some, like, weirder lyric in country. So he's actually kind of an outlier on, on that regard. But, uh, yeah, in general, you're not going to have that. It's one thing uh, I was writing with my buddy Aaron the other day, and – you know, we're talking about the song that we finished up. We're just trying to drag it across the finish line and we really like it. And so he's excited to play for the label and all this stuff. And, and we're talking about it. And one of the things he said he loves about it is like this big love song. He goes, yeah, but it's, it's like in the way that Aaron Goodwin would say it, you know, talking about his, his brand and his audience would expect him to say it that way, but it's his voice. Like, that's how I'd say it. Cause if we were writing this thing, that's totally relatable to him and his life and his wife and, and this stuff, but it was, like, yeah, that's how I'd say that. 
well, if it's how you say it, that must mean it's conversational. Yeah. Who walks around talking in limerick and iambic pentameter and poetry? Like, we don't. Um, and who walks around rhyming uh, the moon in June oh, will that's... drip down soon? Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other topic <laughs> about cliche rhymes, but... Um, yeah, but nobody it, even said, but that's not conversational either. Yeah, that's true. Right? Cause there's a balance of, yeah, real life doesn't often rhyme. We don't walk around rhyming. I mean, I do sometimes because right. I'm a lyricist and I'm ate up with it, but in general, <laughs> yeah, people don't rhyme. So it is a balance of going, well, you know, this stuff rhymes and it has a meter a certain way and phrasing and prosody and stuff. And it needs to be cool. Like we need to have these lines that are cool that people will remember but it needs to balance that with like, it just fell out of somebody's face that way. It's just how they'd say it. Mm-hmm. And so say it cool and different, but be conversational. Say it cool and different, but don't go so far. That we go, I don't think anyone would say that. And I guess that's what makes it art. Yeah. My favorite script writers are conversationalists mm-hmm. like that. Tarantino. Like um, Aaron mm-hmm. Sorkin and, and Quentin like Tarantino. The, the dialogue yeah. in those. You know, it's just like the way two dudes would be talking in the bathroom, standing next to each other at yeah. a urinal in a rock bar in 1987. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just what you get. It just works that way, you know? It's so finding a way to put real. that in your lyrics. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's you know, what, what are their names? Uh, Vincent and... Uh, Oh, what was Samuel L. Jackson's in uh, Pulp Fiction? Vincent and I can't remember Travolta. And oh, I Jackson. forgot. Well, it was bad. Bad. Yeah, MF, you know, yeah. yeah. Just you know their conversation about <laughs> Royale with cheese and just the stuff. It's like it's so interesting yeah. just hearing these people talk. Like it feels like people talking, but it's just an interesting conversation. And that's kind of <laughs> kind of what you want with your lyric is to feel like, yeah, this person is really saying this is and this is true to who this person is, meaning the artist, like like Aaron was saying, like it feels like something that I would say and fits my brand. It feels authentic because it is one thing we're writing like true story stuff. Yeah. But you can still do that in a way that doesn't feel authentic if you don't do it mm-hmm. well. And that's one thing he loved about it. So it's like, okay, artists want to say something that sounds like what they'd say. Right. Like, oh, yeah, that's my vernacular. That's kind of how words I use and how I talk. Well, OK, then it needs to be conversational. And so that may be different for different artists, you know, different word choice and stuff. But whatever kind of lane you go down, you want it to sound like somebody would say it. Um, we, a couple episodes ago, we talked about don't overthink a hit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's true. You also don't want to overthink a line. I had a thing the other night where I was writing with a couple guys, a couple climbers and. I was like a bending over backwards to not call girls girls. Like, you know, we had a thing about down home girls or whatever. And I was like, nah, it's just, it feels a little, you know, cause we got a good world or whatever. It's like, okay, maybe down home Queens, you know, something like that. Like down home Queens. That's, that's different. Yeah. But they were like, cause we really wanted to say it in a little different way. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Down home Queens. Is that what like Luke Combs would say? Is that what Dirks Bentley would say? Would he call girls back home like down home Queens? No, I don't. I've never heard anyone say that. And yeah. it doesn't feel real. Like, hey, my down home Queens. I, it didn't feel <laughs> real. It didn't feel conversational. It felt like we were bending over backwards to not say, oh, my back home girls or my girls back home or whatever. And so we just had to go, you know what? Just say it. Just say what it is. That way it didn't stick out. Like, I'd never say that. Like, down home Queens? What? You know? Just yeah, down home girls. Yeah. Okay, that's more with this guy in Leslie West would say, say it, but that's rock and roll. 
Do what? Yeah, Leslie West would say it, oh. but that's rock and roll. Mississippi Queen. Oh, yeah. That, you know what I mean. Yeah, that worked, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, for our character that we were writing for, and I wouldn't say it, and yeah. neither, neither do I think this character would. So why am I using that word? Well, I'm just trying to be I don't know that I've ever heard a female referred to as a queen in a country song. Uh, so, oh, she's the queen of my double wide trailer. Sammy Kirsch, oh, 1990-something. She's the queen of my double-wide trailer with the polyester curtain and the redwood deck. <laughs> Sometimes she leaves and I've got a trailer, dang her black heart and her pretty redneck. But that, and that is used as a ironic queen of a double-wide trailer. Right. So therein is part of the humor yeah. of it is that it is so out of context. She's the queen of a double-wide trailer. So that's the only one I can think of offhand. I'm sure there are others. But yeah, it's not common. So even that used it as like ironic. Yeah. So you just want to think about, okay, what character am I writing for? And does this feel really like what someone would say? Like when I'm writing with, say, the Lonely Highway Boys, I was saying about one of their our songs today. It's going to be a different language mm-hmm. than if I'm, uh, obviously, if I'm writing a Southern Gospel thing or a Bluegrass thing or a thing with various yeah. or even other country artists. Like there's going to be different language. They just talk about different stuff. They live different life. And they are very much like they are their audience. So it's like a Luke Combs, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's like they are their audience. So you want to talk like their audience. Yeah. But yet a little more cool and a little more different. Have you ever heard anyone say, you know, ice cold beer never broke my heart? You long, ice cold long neck beer no. never broke my heart? No, but all those words are conversational. Yeah. You know, you just say, yeah, beer never broke my heart. I could hear a redneck saying that. It would just be my more interesting <laughs> redneck friend. You know, like, oh, that's a good put it. Your friend with all the isms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a balance. And so I'm not able to give you a chart going, this is conversational. This is not conversational because it depends on your artist. It depends on the lane and all this stuff. But I went through some recent country lyrics and I thought, well, let's just take a look at some of the recent hits and just kind of talk about how conversational they are. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
Okay. So sound good? Yeah. All right. Uh, I Hope by Gabby Barrett. I hope she makes you smile the way you made me smile on the other end of the phone in the middle of a highway driving alone. Oh, baby, I hope you hear a song that makes you sing along and get you thinking about her. Then the last several miles turn into a blur. Yeah. You know, that feels like, okay, I feel like I could hear that. Like, mm-hmm. that's not weird. It's not backwards. It's got imagery in there. It's, it's interesting, but yeah. I hope you both feel sparks by the end of the, the drive. I hope turn. you know she's the one by the end of the night. I hope you never, ever felt more free. Tell your friends that you're so happy. I hope she comes along and wrecks every one of your plans. I hope you spend your last dime to put a rock on her hand. I hope she's wilder than your wildest dreams. She's everything you're ever going to need. And then I hope she cheats. Like, <laughs> like it did on every me. line there is conversational. <laughs> like it feels like I could totally hear someone saying this. It doesn't feel scripted. Hope she comes along I, and wrecks every one of your plans. Yeah. I hope you spend <laughs> your last dime to put a rock on her hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a little more interesting than how people would say it. But so what makes it so interesting is, you know, the the vibe, the the phrasing, you know, the melody, what you're talking about, the subject matter makes it interesting. But she didn't have to use a bunch of weird words or a bunch of really weird way of saying it to keep our attention. This is a massive hit for a brand new artist out of the gate. Yeah. But it's still interesting, but it feels conversational. And, and then it hits you, and then I hope she cheats. And then there's the ambush, yeah. And then it sounds so oh. sweet, and then I hope she cheats yeah. like you did on me. <laughs> well, apparently when they were writing that, they were writing this sweet thing. And then when they got to that point, somebody goes, yeah, and then I hope she cheats. <laughs> and they're like, they're oh! like whoa! <laughs> Wait, that's a real thing. <laughs> like you so did sidebar, on me. Yeah, so somebody threw that out like as just a – joke bomb right yeah like yeah then i hope she cheats and they were like wait that you know that made him feel something like yeah you get the chills you're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. a tiger just walk into the room i think i saw a tiger walk by the open door like uh-huh. hold on is that a tail and and then they looked at it and said you know that's a real emotion yeah that's a real feeling of i hope you get hurt like i got hurt right like you hurt me yeah yeah like that's real Let's chase that, which felt more real than just like, I hope, I hope you're happy. No, mm. it's like, I hope you get crapped on by your next love. You know, I hope they hurt you as much <laughs> as you hurt me. Like, that's real. We can work with that. And yeah, it's, it's a banger. It's so good. All right. And, and, it's, and the set, it's a setup, but it's just so oh. mean what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say what you mean. It's, it's right there. And what's amazing also, just a little sidebar is, so the next time that chorus comes around, like if you'd never heard that song before, you get ambushed, you get punched in the face at the last line. And then the next time that chorus comes around, it is brand new because you now you know the ending. It's like watching The Sixth Sense for a second yeah. time. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, I see it all now. So <laughs> the next time that chorus comes around, that song, it's the same, but it's completely different which is the beauty of doing some of that stuff. It keeps the energy up. It keeps the interest up in your songs. What do they do on the so second one? No, it's just, it's the same course, but you see it in a new way because oh, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. you know, it's in the context yeah. of, I hope she cheats. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear those same words again, you like, oh, I know what's coming. The dragon's yeah, yeah. about to pop up in the back seat and eat them or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe zombie okay. a dragon have a hard time. The way you the take seat. it is, is the, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Now I know what's going to happen and it's, it's got a different <laughs> energy. So that's great, but it's conversational, but also super fresh. You know, it's the idea, the angle on it is super fresh. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. Forever After All by Luke Combs. 
a cold beer's got 12 ounces. A good truck's got maybe 300,000. You only get so much till it's gone. Duracell's in a mag light, a needle drop on a 45 are the kind of things that only last so long. When the new wears off and they get to getting old, sooner or later, time's going to take its toll. They say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't seen us together. Or the way the moonlight dances in your eyes, just a t-shirt in the kitchen with no makeup and a million other things I could look at my whole life. A love like that makes a man have second thoughts. Maybe some things last forever after all. So, cool song. A lot of great imagery in there, but it starts off on theme, like nothing lasts forever because the cold beer's got 12 ounces. Yeah. Good trucks, maybe 300,000. You know, Duracell's a yeah. maglite needle drop on a 45. Don't only last so long. But so many of these lines, like it's, it's and the needle drops on a 45. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yep. Um, so it's all conversation. Good trucks got maybe 300,000 is a cool thought for it, but what a neat regular guy way of saying it. Yeah. Good trucks got maybe 300,000. Yeah. It's like, it totally feels like, how the guy down at the service station would say it. Yeah. <laughs> or me. That's right. You yeah, know? you're talking to somebody like, well, how much should I be getting out? Ah, good truck's going to have maybe 300000 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The cold beer's got 12 ounces, you know? Uh, so it doesn't feel like it's so written. It's just the new wear's off. They get to getting old. Get to getting old. You know, it's it's got a little extra steam on it because you got the alliteration on the G's. They get to getting old, you know? Yeah. So it has a nice little rhythm to it. The new wear is off and they get to getting old. But still, it feels conversational. Yeah, they get to getting old, man. Yeah. And so much of it, you know, they say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't seen us together. Just the fact of all the ain'ts and stuff in country. Yes. I used to drive my mom crazy. For one thing, my mom's a retired English teacher. And so when I first started <laughs> writing lyrics, there was no punctuation. Drive her up a wall. She got it. She wasn't like mad at me, but she's like, oh, just her sensibilities. It just, it just hurt her a little bit. And sometimes I wouldn't even capitalize stuff because it just lyrics. It's meant to be sung, you know, it's like it's not punctuation. <laughs> it reminds it's me like, of my I third know, grade. Uh, I know it's fine, but it hurts me just a little bit. I'm like, that's okay. It reminds me of my third grade English teacher. That was when uh, the wall came out, man. It's, oh, we, yeah? we don't need no education. Uh, She's like, apparently you just, do, just from the not, sentence structure that's not, alone. That's not right. That's not grammarly correct. <laughs> Grammatically <Yeah>. correct. <laughs> that's the whole point. Grammar, I said grammarly. That's an app. You did say grammarly. I was going to let that one go. But yeah, grammatically. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. So you know, Luke Combs is very conversational with this stuff. He's like very much the everyman. And this, this whole lyrics, even when it stretches the line out longer, like, just a t-shirt in the kitchen with no makeup and a million other things I look at my whole life. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. conversational. It's like, it's not, it's poetic, but it's not poetry. Yeah. Here's another one. Hard to forget by Sam Hunt. This is great. I saw your sister at work. I saw your mom at church. I'm pretty sure I saw your car at the mall. How conversational is that? Yeah. I saw your sister at work. I saw your mom at church. I'm pretty sure I saw your car at the mall. I see your face in the clouds, smell your perfume in crowds. I swear your number's all my phone wants to call. You know, so it gets a little more interesting there. Uh-huh. But it's kind of funny how I can't seem to get away from you. It's almost like you don't want me to. And then it goes into you playing hard to forget. Just so conversational. Yeah. And, and here's another one. So I'm, I geeked out on these. More Hearts Than Mine by Ingrid Andrus. I always have a hard time oh, saying yeah. her name. Almost as hard as saying digitally. So digitally. More Hearts Than Mine. I can't wait to show you where I grew up, walk you around the foothills of my town. Probably feel like you've been there before after hearing all the stories I've been telling you for six months now. We'll probably have to sleep in separate bedrooms, pack a shirt for church because we'll go. I'm not trying to scare you off. I just thought we should talk a few things out before we hit the road. 
totally feels yeah. like it's just like a conversation. Just like it's exactly like a conversation. <laughs> this song is amazing. It's one of the songs that everybody now wish they wrote. And it's it's got the color. It has the imagery, but it just so it it feels real. It feels real, and part of why it feels real is because it feels really conversational. Mm. I mean, it's so good. Let's see. Um, if I bring you home to mom, I guess I better warn you. She falls in love a little faster than I do. My dad will check your tires. Yeah, so good. And my dad will check your tires, pour you whiskey over ice, and take you fishing, but pretend he don't like you. Oh, if we break up, I'll be fine, but you'll be breaking more hearts than mine. Yeah. It's so conversational. So <laughs> yeah, if I can live that. <laughs> I've lived that story. <laughs> your mama loves yeah. me. Your mama loves me, maybe. Maybe there's yeah. something there. Your mom ain't wrong. <laughs> I know. Trust your mom. What does your mom see in me that you don't? You know, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's just say I've seen more of you. <sighs> yeah. Because uh, with a mom, you didn't send yourself. You sent your representative. That's um, right. <laughs> all right. Last one. Last one. We'll move on. So One Beer by Hardy, who is writing hits for everybody in town. This is a hit for himself. Listen to this. 17 in a small town, weak knees in a CVS. Door locked in the bathroom. What's it going to be waiting on that test? Oof. Pregnancy test, right? Yeah. 17 in a small town, weak knees in a CVS. I mean, that's just so like, <laughs> uh, paint the picture. It is what it is. Door locked in the bathroom. What's it going to be waiting on that test? Oof. Oh, I've been there, not in the CVS, but back at the house. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the look of that door and sitting there going, okay. <laughs> anyway, so... All this stuff, like these are some of the biggest hits out there in the last year or two or whatever. And they're all so conversational. I could pull up a thousand more. Yeah. So, yeah, this is more country centric, but, you know, conversational. That dangly thing at the back of my throat. See, that's conversational. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some songs are way too conversational. But anyway, I just want to I just want to impress upon you and to, to encourage you to look back over your lyrics and go, any of my friends talk like this? Anybody I know talk like this. Does this sound like Luke Bryan after the interview's over, after the show's over? Is this how he would sound? Does it jive with how this artist talks in their songs? Does it fit in with their lingo? So go back through your lyrics and look, hey, does this sound like something somebody would say? For one thing, it's a lot easier to remember if it sounds conversational. It feels more honest. It feels more authentic. It feels more real. And then you just want to make sure it's interesting but a lot of that gets done with, am I talking about something that's compelling? Is the subject matter compelling? Is the idea, the hook, the angle line of compelling? That carries a lot of the weight. So maybe you don't have to feel like you have to be so overly poetic and everything because the whole subject matter. You can just say, I'm leaving. And if the context is right, it'll break your heart, right? Yeah. That, and that's very conversational. So I just want to encourage you to go back, look through your lyrics and look for those Yoda moments. When backwards you make the lyric. You know, look for the Yoda moments, look for the outliers, the like Shakespeare on the back porch moment. What did that? That's way too far. And just look through and go, does this sound like something somebody would say? Read it out loud. Like those examples of those hits, they all rolled off the tongue well. Like it didn't sound. That's a good idea. Well, you know, something else I'm thinking about is number one, reverse that, right? So now, like, when was the last time you just started focusing in on all the conversations that you're a part of? on what the other person's saying. 
and how they said yeah. it and just sort of getting a vibe for like, oh, that's interesting the way they roll. Maybe maybe your best buddy's got some isms. Mm-hmm. Maybe your girl, the way she's talking to you, even when she's pissed off, when you do something wrong. Oh, that might be some of the best stuff. Yeah. And just listen to the rhythm and listen to what she's like, really listen. Your girlfriend will thank you. Your boyfriend <laughs> will thank you if you actually listen. Yes. And just sort of pick that up. And then the other thing is I remember Michael Garvin, huge Huge hit songwriter, right? Friend of mine. He wrote Waiting for Tonight for Jennifer Lopez. I mean, that sold 30 million records, you know, like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. But yeah, if you're into that sort of thing. But he liked to watch sitcoms hmm. and get ideas for songs listening to sitcoms. But now take that to another level, right? Like go and listen to Tarantino, the script, just mm-hmm. listen to the script, read the script. You can get the script online. You can get the scripts for free. Mm-hmm. Go and watch, um, read any of the scripts from the West Wing or An American President or A Few Good Men, which is Aaron Sorkin, like so good, you know, Sports Night. You find those scripts and just read those lyrics. But go watch those TV shows where the the procedural shows are really good with that too, like NCIS, Law and Order, and just listen oh. to the kind of way that they talk. And boy, that would be homework. And and pick up that rhythm. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> yes, that's homework. I've never watched one of those Law and Order. I don't know. I'm talking SJW. about homework exactly. Oh. I'm like, I'm because that is homework. Because yeah, how many of those do they have? Just the stuff that you're watching, whatever it is that you're watching, listen to it, pay attention to it. How are they talking? Like. When was the last time you really just, instead of we're just trying to accept the words in and make sense of what they're saying, but you're really just picturing the sentences they're saying it and the words that they're using? You're on a treasure hunt. Yeah. Well, you are. You're on a treasure hunt, figuring out like there's some treasure here. Somebody's going to speak some gold and I'm going to mine it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's good practice. Exactly. Practice that. I mean, how many of us have gotten lyric and song ideas from conversation? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and the way that's I mean when the thing you were talking about, um, Gabby, what's her last name? Uh, Gabby Barrett. Yeah, Gabby Barrett. That big ambush hook came from conversation. Yeah. yeah. And then I hope you cheat. I hope she cheats. You know, like, oh, yeah. probably from some guy that was just being a smart ass some, or some girl that was in the room just being a smart ass. Yeah. And trying to get a laugh. Yeah. Or or maybe somebody who was going through it at the time. Yeah, those are all wonderful sentiments. Then I hope she cheats. Right. Like you did on me. And I was like, no, that all came up from a conversation. So. Yeah. So a lot of writing is listening. Yeah. And so that's part of that. Listen to songs that you admire that are working, that are doing what you want your songs to do. And check out how conversational they are. Yeah. And again, it's it's art. There's not a big bright line that you can't cross. It's just every song's different. Every artist is a little different. You know, you have some people like Tim McGraw who are more out there. Some of his songs, like One, Two, Three, Like a Bird I Fly, whatever, you know, there's that song from a long time ago that I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Big Kenny from Big and Rich wrote it, and I still have no idea what he's talking about. So there's some of that stuff <laughs> where McGraw can get more out there. But some of it is Meanwhile Back at Mama's is super clear and conversational. Yeah. Some artists yeah, have a little man. bit more range I, on that. Uh, Bluebird by Miranda Lambert is much more poetic. You know, if all the lights go dark, mm-hmm. I'll keep a light on in my in the window and a bluebird in my heart. She'll have some of that stuff that's more poetic, and she writes a lot of that. 
so, but by and large, country singers like conversational lyrics. So don't feel like you can never write something that's like a bluebird. And I don't mean a bluebird song. I mean like bluebird by Miranda. Stretch yourself, you know, feel free, but also just take a look and go, okay, does this sound like somebody talking to me? Could I say this to somebody? And they'd look at me like I'm an alien going, where did you learn to speak English? <laughs> right? And does it ring true? Those are some things yeah. you want to ask yourself. That's pretty much what I got. So just... Yeah, I mean, I think you like the, the one uh, Ingrid Andrus song. Yeah, when you were spouting those lyrics out, I was thinking like, picture that conversation happening in real life where you're like in the living room trying to play a video game or something, and mm-hmm. she's in the other room yelling through the door. You know what I mean? You probably gonna need to pack a shirt too because we're gonna go to church. Like, pack. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and you're just sort of having this. I mean, picture the conversation her coming in and out of the room. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you're getting some stuff ready or whatever, but it's not like it's not even like they're ha- they're face to face having this conversation. Right. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. When real life is happening. You know I mean? like, yeah. Pay attention to what's going on. Put that antenna up. I think that's yeah. cool. So much of writing is is listening. So, hey, listen, thanks for sticking out with us here. Hope it's been conversational and interesting for y'all. Uh, listen, I have a gift for you. It's called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. It's a free ebook. It just kind of distills some of my hard lessons and fun lessons I've had in the music business over the years. You can get it for free. It's a PDF download. You just tell me where to send it. I send it right out to you. You can find it at songwritingpro.com slash gift, songwritingpro.com slash gift. It's also right there on the main page at Songwriting Pro. So it's, it's hard to miss, but it's my gift to you. So go get it and hopefully not make some of the same mistakes I've made. Killer, killer. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, join the Climb community, leave a rating and review, and tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.